Hello and welcome to Coffee and Strahd. I'm your host, Aaron Washington, and uh, here to give you the next play-by-play as I go through Curse of Strahd for the first time, uh, while you guys can experience it with me and how I go. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, I want to do more with it in the future. Uh, I'm just really, I'm just really liking it. Um, Hopefully, maybe uh, once I get the equipment together to stream, I can run my own Strahd. Um, with some new people, maybe I can find some players who haven't played Curse of Strahd and give them the Curse of Strahd experience, um, which would be pretty rad. Uh, I, I would super, super enjoy that. Uh, just a part of me would just really, really, really like that. Okay, so man, murders is where we're at now. Murder has occurred. Uh, it's murder. Uh, I'm sorry for that reference. Uh, <laughs> so we're back at the carnival. I'm um, I'm not here for fun and games. I'm here to buy a dragon. Cassius is here to buy a dragon, but fortunately there's a murder, and uh, it seems that the Sphinx has been accused of murdering a moneylender in the city. And uh, after talking with the guards, um, talking with Isolde, who leads the carnival. She asks us if we can investigate on her behalf. Uh, well, we agree because, you know, number one, uh, still trying to buy that dragon. And uh, I don't want it to be a terribly, you know, difficult process. So helping her out kind of works in my favor. And also, it's a good thing to do. So we already knew that it wasn't, you know, a, uh, a Sphinx, right? I, because there is no Sphinx, which I formed uh land of casting form land of like you know there, there is no sphinx so so we went back and told everyone about what was going on we we're like all right so we're gonna head to the bunders later place to investigate um you guys are kind of free to you know help out we, we would appreciate it so we all kind of head out there um we see like the, the money lenders place he has like displays they're smashed uh they have the place kind of set off his body has been sent to the uh, like the local temple. Uh, so half our group leaves to go check out the body. And then uh, that leaves me, Lan, and um, Nyx behind. So we are uh, Nyx and the Nyx are checking out the scene while everyone else is kind of looking at the body. So uh, first and foremost, we look at the, the, the prints that are hit into stone and hit into the ground really hard. And uh, it doesn't take a lot of uh, survival checks and things like that to realize that these were not feline. They were canine. Um, like a large dog. Are you thinking werewolf? Because I'm thinking werewolf. I immediately was thinking werewolf. I'm like, okay, we've heard the howls and they've talked about werewolves while we've been around here. This is a werewolf, right? Like, that's obvious. It's a werewolf. What else could it be? But a werewolf. But, you know, let's go through the process. Some things were actually stolen. Um, it looks like the, you know, we did an investigation. We'll try to get in the safe. Couldn't. Seems like there was more than one of them. Uh, he was like ripped apart so we're like okay um, some goods were stolen uh, but you know you can't do too much with what was taken is there any other place that would 
buy things, you know. Maybe a place that wasn't less um, reputable than this money lender. So, you know, after doing that, talking to his wife, uh, much, any more much information than the fact that from the marks and claws, we figured that, you know, it was a large, powerful beast. We then are told that in the district where, like, there's some warehouses and stuff like that, there is a place that you can actually, you know, buy some, you know, sell goods. Uh, an, an oddity store. Uh, Rubella's at Curios. So we go to Rubella's Curios and we meet uh, Rubella, a beautiful, dark haired woman. You know, we, we kind of explain to her what's going on. And man, she just seems sus. Uh, I can't really explain why she looks so suspect. I think it was just the way she was answering our questions, her shock at what happened, um, just everything, the way Mike like role played her, which was wonderful, but like it was suspect, but it wasn't like enough. Um, unfortunately, our insights were not enough uh, to, you know, it, it, it's almost like we, we knew she was lying and, and, and the roles were enough to like you think she's hiding from you but she immediately was like oh well two people come did sell some stuff and then she showed it to us we're like okay these were at the money lenders give me the description can we get the descriptions he gave us descriptions of two indistinct people um about just kind of gives us some some surface information so we're like okay we're gonna tell the guards can you just separate this the guards can come collect this this is essentially evidence maybe you can help us so then she's like you know being very helpful but at the same time man she's just mm, mm. so i decide i'm gonna stake out the place um i was like i've got to watch it for a while uh so next to it is a like a shipping like a shipping uh warehouse and you see guys moving stuff in moving stuff out and you know just got a big open door just just shipping uh things uh meanwhile uh at the temple they go check the body and while they're doing that uh the markings on the body concur that it was some sort of canine creature and not a sphinx the wounds do not are consistent with what a sphinx would do um our blood hunt, our resident blood hunter essentially confirms this um being that he knows monsters um it is then that you know it is mentioned you know well i thought you know the, the priest is like well i thought you all came here for the other thing and they're like what what other thing and they're like well the bones of our saint have been stolen bones of your saint and that gets into a different line of questioning and then we find out that that same very night as the murder the bones of uh, this cathedral saint had been stolen and these bones are, are sacred objects and you know essentially with some religion roles and with the help of our celestial uh, sorcerer and our things we we realized that um these bones may have been offering a sort of divine protection uh for Valakia that they were unaware of so you know it wasn't their high walls and festivals that probably were keeping Strahd out but the bones of this ancient saint who were just stolen so we're like oh 
maybe the lenders uh you know murder was to keep the guards attention from the real crime the intended crime which was the bones so that's what we're starting to put together over there but meanwhile that's going on uh cassius uh he is now uh on the roofs and he sees a man from the warehouse step out of the warehouse begin to wash blood off of him a considerable amount into the fountain i cassius does very reckless thing and drops behind the person and uh is at this time i realized man i i did not really plan this out what did i plan to do so when he drops down i show my fangs and act very vampire-ish to cassie's best knowledge and i luckily thanks to the role helped me help me get through this uh cluster and he believes i am a agent of strahd because of you know me being a half vampire and then he says tell the master that the job is almost done and that way he can get his prize and leave Valakia. We have removed certain things. So I get this information. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, I don't know what they're talking about, though. What did they remove? So i running back. And I want you to know a lot of time has passed. Like, it's already, like, kind of dark by this point. And we meet up. And I'm like, listen something's happening here and that's when they tell me about the bones i'm like well i think they have the bones i'm just not sure and i don't know how many people or what's going on in there and we're like okay we need to figure this out we need enough evidence so that we can get the constable to 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 come in and break this place down so that we can go so we uh we're like all right so so what are we gonna do And, and in that moment uh we notice you know we're in the middle of the street in the middle of the night it's like and i want you to know, all this investigation we we kept investigating to almost like uh in game to like 1 a.m uh 2 a.m uh just event after event um I'm, I'm very much summarizing all the information we got but this was from talking to people making rolls on clues and it was this very elaborate kind of crime scenario that we um as a team was able to break down and break apart so from there on we um so i mean there's a lot of things we're suspect about right so at this point you know we're like okay so we go back you know as we're kind of thinking about what to do go back uh man we're approached by a vampire and he's like uh you're in the way and if it wasn't for the fact that you're the master's guest we would take care of you right now so you know but you you know we may have to teach you a lesson so everyone else kind of gets back and back me and lan uh we have a few exchanges with these vampires realize we are not strong enough very quickly it's we are not strong enough to fight these guys and we we essentially deal some damage to this vampire uh he calls the rest of his friends who were just kind of on the roost they jump down we decide yeah i guess it's time to go so we we dip out we run and uh they let it i mean they let us go um simply because we're still strahd's guests and they don't want to uh anger strahd is what i assume so we are allowed to we are not uh completely in the way just yet to the point where they feel like they have to take care of us so um 
we finally were like, okay, you know what? If they're creeping about, we we need to we need to start bright and early tomorrow morning. As soon as it starts, we, we're back to it. Um, but at least we have enough information. We can clear the carnival that it is not a Sphinx doing, and we can tell them, hey, there are possibly vampires and werewolves in the city, and they are definitely planning something. So we take our rest, and in the morning I go back uh, with Lan, uh, Nix. Uh, actually, I think it was just me and Lan, I think it was Cassius and Lan. Cassius and Lan, uh, they go back, and there's been another murder. There's been another murder uh, in Madam uh, Madam Ica's tent that uh, she when she is Madam Mask and uh, next to the where the Sphinx is. So there is another murder, and this time the constable's like, "Well, we have to take someone in." It's been the second murder, and it's a nun. It's the nun from the temple has been brutally murdered inside the tent, the carnival tent. Um. So as we are, you know, coming back again, well, we've, mm, mm, okay. All right. Uh, we find out that, uh, actually, uh, uh, we find out that, uh, some things happened in the carnival. Speaking of which, I know I am telling a straight story, but I have to go back just a bit. I am so sorry, guys. Um, uh, Lacus, who is played by Taylor, reminded me that there was something that really important happened the first time I went in the carnival, and I skipped over it, and it's very important, and I'm so sorry. So, pause at the second body. Rewind back to the first time at the carnival. At this point, with my hunger, I admit to the party that I am half vampire kind of like you know i'm not gonna be able to hide this forever you know we're in situations where there are times where i can't you know i need blood um i don't want to endanger anyone with this secret and i would rather it be me who tell you in this place than strahd or or another dark creature tell you you know so i'm just honest with them and it just so happens that while we've been playing this game and just combat and scenarios, like I've saved every party member like once, like I've saved all their lives like one time. It's kind of funny. Uh, so they're all just like, you know, we, you know, they, they accepted me um, for what I was. Um, Nix is familiar, apparently knew what I was the whole time because in Curse of Strahd, uh, your familiar isn't summoned from like the plane. It's just a creature that's in Barovia that is summoned to take its place. So it's a creature that's in the world that already knows things or could possibly. And because she's a warlock and she's packed the chain, so it's a stronger thing. It just knew what was up. So there's that little tidbit. That was pretty cool. It was a really good role play moment. Just kind of just talking about what I am. I didn't really tell them what happened or my backstory, but I just told them like, you know, I was turned against my will and I finally regained my humanity or some of it. So back to the current. There's a nun. There's a dead nun and someone's got to pay. So guess what? Terrible. So we believe this is part of a desecration. Uh, Lana Cassie was like, okay, someone's desecrating her and to further maybe taint the bones. So 
you know, the, the barrier is weakened. We hear about the new festival uh, celebrating the sun and the dawn and the sunlight that'll beat back Strahd and everything feels like it's going to come to head during this festival. Like, uh, based on what we heard, like, man, Strahd, I think Strahd may show up during this festival. I think he's going to show up during this festival in Valakia. And if we don't restore these bones where they are, there's going to be there's going to be a massacre. They may massacre these people in the middle of this. Oh, we got to we got to do something. We got to find these bones. But how is she tied in? So then we find that the people who came in to sneak in, they were wearing carnival clothes. So uh, we uh, use with the help of the Beastmaster, use some hounds. Uh, uh, the we, we first though realized that the clothes were dusted in glass, so we, we used a little. Uh, we had to be just very careful finding parts that weren't glassed, so the hounds could smell without being hurt. And then, bam. We're on a trail. The trail then leads us to a body who's strung up, okay? And this body is strung up uh, with a message. The message kind of hints at maybe Vastani did this. You know, we take care of our own, but then the message also has a note um, explaining how uh, he hadn't been working, uh, how he missed a few days and he has something to pay for at the docks. We heard, you know, he was a drunk and a terrible person, but then he was getting his life together. So this doesn't make sense. And he works for a shipping company who moves ships along the lake. And then we think, holy crap, what if they're trying to move the bones along the lake? Well, where does he work? Oh, he works on this, this, this dock. Oh, my God. Who does he work for? We look at the note from like his boss. It looks forged. Uh, we're like, okay, we need to go talk to his boss. We need to find out what ship he's on, working on. And that way we can essentially stop the ship from leaving with the bones. That, that's the plan. Okay. All right. So it looks like a plan's coming together. So let, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So we hightail it and we go straight to... Um, <clears throat> Uh, the lord who owned uh, this place um, Baron Fargus uh, is that right? no, that's not right that's, maybe, yes no, yes, maybe maybe Baron Vargas. and we head to his establishment and we see that the door is cracked and there are assassins all through the house and there is murder and these guys have glass dust bombs that they use on us, man. They are just nasty. And we fired our way through. As we're doing it, we see someone walk past wearing Lan's face and telling the other assassins to finish them up. And he goes to another room. So uh, we above board immediately think, oh, crap, this is a this is a doppelganger. Crap, a doppelganger is going to try to set Lan up for these murders. Oh, so we fight our way up. We, we kill the assassins. We make our way up. We go through the door that we thought he was heading through, but it was a hallway and a bunch of doors. So we start checking the hallway and then we meet a guy and this guy is ushering children down a ladder. So we're like, hey, stop. And they all go invisible and they, they disappear. Um, I hop outside, use detect magic, some other things. I'm able to find them. 
And so he's like shoving the kids over the wall. And I'm like, you got to stop now. And then he's like, well, you have to stop now. I won't have you assassins killing these kids. And I'm like, we're not assassins killing these kids. You're the assassin. No, I saw these assassins coming in and tried to help. But all I could do was save the children. Wait, what? You're trying to save the children? Yes, I'm trying to take them to the constable. Huh. Well, listen, we don't know if you're one of them or not. Same thing for you. I think there's a doppelganger. All the more reason. So, like, we have this, like, back and forth. And, uh, so I'm like, okay. If you're not a doppelganger, because we saw the guy wearing my friend's face, let's both take the kids together. So he's like, agreed. So while they're looking and cleaning out the place, I take take the kids to the constable. And the constable and when they go to the constable, they give the description of who they saw, which was Lan. Um, of course, though, I'm here to be like, okay, we saw the guy wearing Lan's face. Uh, you know, yada yada yada. So they're like, okay, so you know. So this guy who's kind of here, he tells the kids to be safe, and he uh he calls himself <laughs> Uh, Borvius calls themselves Borvius so I'm talking to the constable uh, and I'm asking about the markings of the assassins and he says that there was a group called the Gilded Hand but they had been long run out of Wallachia and I'm like well the boys are back in town and you know so they're kind of confused by that and so he, he leaves and I'm like something is wrong with him but every time it's like insight time my dice fail every time it's insight time it was enough to know that something was wrong with the story just because the story didn't add up like it wasn't that i couldn't i didn't roll hundreds of the other line but the facts he gave didn't actually add up because if he had came in and realized he couldn't save the parents but he locked himself up in the room there was just a discrepancy of time and how he got where you know that didn't really add up it it was real it was real weird um real suspect so i followed him and then saw him change his face and that's when i came to the realization he was a magic user he was not a doppelganger he just had this guy self Uh, i overthought that one so he melds and turns to a guard and gets away in the crowd gets away in the crowd so the children are saved the line they're 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 saved they're okay they may have probably been killed who knows or may have been kept alive because they were the witnesses to accuse uh lan which would have then implicated all of us while we're trying to do this but we know who we're after we're after the gilded hand now the gilded hand are the ones who moved the bones who moved the body and it is no time and it is already very late again (laughs) we we don't stop we we don't take rest because the idea is man time is a matter it's a factor so we wake the we wake the constable back up we 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 wake her up she's kira is is not a fan of us we go you know hey she's home nah wake her up we need you to stop ships from moving and well what else do we have i'm like listen so all the time, I'm like, man, that warehouse, it's a warehouse. They need a ship. It's the only place it could be. So we're like, okay, let's go to the warehouse. So we rush out to the warehouse and uh, ideas to like 
do we stealth in? Do we sneak in? And um, thanks to really bad stealth rolls by uh, Cassius and <clears throat> Stout McDougal, they see us very early. <laughs> and uh, not only do they kind of like form up. Well, actually, gosh, I am I am going ahead of myself. Whew. Okay, so before we actually storm there, we we go back to the the the, the carnival, and uh, this is important. We actually go back to the carnival first because. Um, now we have enough evidence to we still have enough evidence now to clear um Madame Ica, right she's not you know we can essentially say okay we can go present this and Madame Ica is clear um when we get there uh, I go alone this time because they're gonna stake out the place um there is uh this is before it got super late when we woke up or so she was there uh, it's Azold talking to uh, the constable uh, Kira and a man with one arm named Isaac. This dude is creepy. He's vile. He's creepy. He uh, and he's telling them both that he doesn't care what happens. The Burgermeister's festival will not be interrupted. So I come in. I'm like, listen, there are vampires in your city. There are werewolves. He says, listen, if you claim any more of these things, I will slap you in irons and accuse you of disrupting the peace because, you know, you can't tell him that something bad's going on because that would ruin his plans. And I'm like, listen, you you need to do need to stop this. You got to you got to do something. Otherwise, people are going to die. So he just won't hear anything I have to say. So that happened. And then I got my dragon and came back with my dragon for the raid. Little young dragon. Uh, just so you guys know, he is a green wormling who does not have his breath attack yet, nor can he fly. He needs to be taught these things, which during the game, um, which I'll, I will, I will talk about it. It's about me trying to teach him how to poison breath and, and fly. But, um, but I mean, he's, he still bites and he's still really buff dragon so now raid starts fails with rolls by stout and uh cassius everyone else goes in while rolls go through the front everyone's sticking around the back and someone breaks a jar they had hanging and inside a ooze comes out that is red and it accidentally gets on one of the guards and then drinks them dry of all their blood and then comes after us it's a blood ooze it's a blood ooze. I have never fought a blood ooze before, but it also had some funky ability where it was like mind controlling you, making you want to come to it so you could drain your blood dry. And so I'm like, ah, I witch bolt it. It takes half damage from the witch bolt. I'm casting at level two though, and I rolled 2d12s. So I'm like, 12 damage, and I'm just blasting my witch bolt. And it's starting to move towards me. I make the resist and I realize I don't know what to do about this. Uh, someone uh, stout runs up to hit it with his axe. It melts part of the axe. He backs up. It's just moving towards stout. I tell stout to get away from it and I just make it focus on me. And then here comes during all this combat that's going on as we're raiding the place, the dragon's busting through, they're coming in through the back, they're having this epic fight. Me and this blood ooze are just having this battle of attrition where its movement is 15 feet 
if I stay within 10 feet of it, it will continue to chase me. But my witch bolt long enough to keep attracted to it. But at the same time, it can make one tendril attack in that range. So it's just me holding the blast, moving back, hopefully not getting hit, and just walking the ooze back and back and then up the building and then on the roof. And we make it almost to the end of the other side of the roof before it finally drops. I mean, it was hilarious, but that was all I could do. I don't want to know how much damage that thing does if it touches you. I don't want no blood ooze. So here we go. We find out that there's a secret passage underneath this place, man. The Gilded Knives, this is their base, and they've been doing some stuff here, and it's heinous. Uh, so we head down there, and we uh, we head in the first open room. We go into the hallways, and then a gas fills the room as two bombs are made. And guess what happens? It's a save or be knocked asleep. I'm a damn peer. I don't breathe. My dragon's immune to poison. The whole party fails. Now, let's be clear. Uh, Lan and uh, Lacus went to go get the constable. Uh, this is the whole wake up. There's stuff going on. Fire knives. Uh, not fire knives. Wrong game. Um, gilded hand. Uh, you know, shipment. Bones. Strahd. All this stuff's happening while we're down below. So we, me and uh, me and my dragon, which I named Gargax, me and Gargax are, uh, we fight the two bandits who essentially was essentially going to put us to sleep and then just stab us and kill us. So really glad I don't breathe. Really glad Gargax is immune to poison. And, um, you know, we dragged him in a safe room. I'm like, man, I don't think we can carry them up that ladder. We got to find another way to get out of here. Okay. So we go to the next room over and we find steps. I'm like, oh, cool. We can carry them up the steps. So I walk up the steps. I'm like, I'm just going to check this one room. And man, like my spatial doesn't hit right until we're right up there. And we are right in Rebella's shop. Yep. Walk right in on her talking to a gilded uh, a gilded hand and Rubella turns and looks at me and I'm like oh crap yep and then we I'm like well this is gonna be rough her to fire so she tells the dude to go and she turns into a werewolf ladies and gentlemen we have the person who killed uh, the broker it is Rubella herself she is a werewolf but you know it's Mike so not only is it a werewolf, but she drank a potion of enlarge. So she's an enlarged werewolf. And it's me and Gargax. And we start fighting and we are fighting the fight of our lives. This is the second time I probably should have died in this one session once with the blood ooze. Now I'm fighting. I'm fighting an enlarged werewolf who is biting into me. It's bite feels like poison in my body as we're going at it and so then guess what 
Did you know that the enlarged werewolf was also a caster and could cast shield to protect itself when me and Gargax flanked it? So we are fighting. I'm biting into it now. We are going for it. And then it pins me to the ground and point blank burning hands me. And I am fighting through this. I'm using healing light on myself as a bonus action. I'm doing the best I can to survive. And then I actually get her down enough where she she kind of like looks and says, like, I've never enjoyed this kind of hunt before. You're the first person to ever stop me from just straight out killing you. We're going to enjoy this. We're going to take our time. And then she like throws me on a spike. And I survive. But boy, I feel like I really lucked out. Like I, I, I was not supposed to go down. So when it's all said and done, they return. We save our friends. We get them rested. The bones are gone. They've already been sent. We were too late. Uh, and because of the thing with uh, the, the guy we missed, who was a doppelganger, uh, we find out that they were like sacrificing uh, women and they were like, they were just kind of stuffed in a, in a thing. And we were unable to save them either. And um, we now, and then we hear about an attack that may happen to the carnival as well. And then the festival is coming up and we are faced with a decision because we can't be caught on the road. Do we stay in Valakia where Strahd may come to help defend Valakia despite them wanting to have it uh, with uh, the constable wanting our aid? Or do we go help the carnival and it's up for us, our group to decide where we go? Because coming up next is a night of fear, death and destruction. And we have to tell, I tell ourselves where are we gonna make our stand to survive this night? How are we going to survive Strahd? And how do we keep how do we keep Irina out of his hands? And then that is where I'm gonna pick up next time with our decision. And then what happens? Oh boy. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh this. Continue to like, share. Um uh there's a Discord. If you have other videos and other ideas you would like to be shared, please post them. And I 100% will like give you some responses. I would love if we could get some topics from people and we could do those topics. That would be super great, super awesome. Uh, I hope you like, I hope you guys enjoyed today. Uh, for some reason, like my system's being weird. Like I sound right when I did the replay, but my headphones make me sound like kind of robotic. Um, but it's all good because I just really love doing it. So follow us on the stuffs. And remember, guys, the quest never ends.